I'm Ginger. And I'm Dutch. Alright folks, welcome back to another episode of Ginger and Dutch here on the Ginger and Dutch podcast. Dutch, I'll bring you in right away. Jam-packed episode tonight. Uh, we got a lot of breakdown with the NHL, some other great topics. We'll get into the uh, Ginger and Dutch Blitz. I'm still buzzing from last week with uh, with Paul Jones on. Uh, you know what? Couldn't get enough of it. Uh, tons of feedback from the listeners. It was our record... Uh, uh, record our listeners after Sal Capaccio the last time, so it's pretty good. I'm fired up. We got a good uh, jam-packed week. I can't wait to get into the Blitz afterwards, but first, uh, what do we got here? We're going to do a full breakdown. I know we gave everybody a tease last week, uh, or sorry, a couple weeks back um, with Annie NHL, so let's uh, you want to get into some uh, hardcore breakdown? Yeah, we got the NHL bubble. They've got, uh, they're doing better than every other league out there in the COVID testing, zero cases, so uh, good for them. Good call coming up to Canada, and it's going to get started. Exhibition games starting uh, tonight. Tonight, and uh, some hockey starting real soon, I believe, on the weekend. Saturday kicks it off. So yeah, and it's going to be pretty cool because uh, I know we talked off air, but it's going to be pretty cool with the fact that everybody's got an even playing field that's in there, and you have all the big guns coming back. You know, you've got Crosby coming back, Stamkos back, Pasternak's going to be back. All the big guns, at least in the East, and nobody's holding out from of a big name that's holding out. So it's going to be unlike what we've never seen before. Could be the first time ever where you've got a, a full, healthy roster going into this little playoff uh, playoff action. It's going to be fun. Yeah, and they've extended the rosters out. I know the Leafs are think carrying 30 guys yep. on each roster, so... You've got pretty much everybody in the uh, Show, at your disposal. Showcasing a rookie to, rookie talent tonight in their exhibition game. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yes, they are yeah. indeed. So, yeah. um, let's get into it. Dutch, you start off uh, on the east side. The best way to uh, that we determine for our listeners to do this is we're going to break down the little four way round robin with the top four seeds first, and then go uh, matchup by matchup and break uh, the bracket down as we would do. Let's do it. So, in the, in the little round robin for our listeners, we've got Tampa, Boston. Washington and the Flyers and I'm actually going to go right in that order so after a round robin I, I think Tampa is going to be the number one seed Boston's going to be two the Capitals are going to be three and then you've got the Flyers at four so once they're set then we have the play-in matchups so we talked about this before but this is what I see in the in the on the east side playoff matchups I see our uh, beloved Leafs uh, sneaking past, it's going to be a tough series, but I, I see them sneaking past uh, Columbus. I, I really think that they, uh, they've they got the firepower, and I know you're going to go off. I know you're smiling and giggling right now, but that's what I've got uh, there. I've got Toronto, and I am going to go out on a limb for all you Pittsburgh Penguin fans. Dutch, 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 Dutch. I'm stopping you right there. Oh, I'm on. stopping you right there. I'm almost up off my chair here. I'm ready to throw this down. Okay. Come on now. Come on now. Columbus is going to take these guys out back. They're going to be rough and rugged. The same thing they did to Tampa last year. They're ready to go. 
John Tortorella is going to be a better coach than Sheldon Keefe all day, seven days a week. Columbus is going to take him. I do agree. The Leafs are going to put up a fight, but this is the same old Leaf squad. This core is not good enough to win. Ginger, the Toronto coaches. fans, I love you, but this core is not good enough to win in the playoffs. Everybody's healthy. They're just not strong enough on the puck. These guys just don't have the heart to do it. But but well, this isn't this is an NBA or, or or NFL here. The coaches don't win the games. The coaches don't win the games. Did you watch that series last year, Tampa Bay and and Columbus? Yeah. John Tortorella had the perfect game plan drawn up. He took time away. He took he was hard on the puck. He he had it dialed to a T. I would give him probably sixty to seventy percent. He won that series okay. for them. Well, if you think the coaches are going to win, then then we'll see on, on that one because I, I Toronto just has more talent, and and if Anderson can get hot, he's healthy. There's no excuses for all these uh, goalies that need to take days off. There's no excuses. Toronto wins that series, playing down. So hey, we're opposite. That's good. We're opposite. We'll, we'll see how this shakes down. I know we're opposite on this one. Sorry, Penguins fans. As I was about to say before, Ginger ripped me a new one about the Leafs, but I actually think the Habs got a chance to upset. I I I, I, I hate picking it. This way, but I, I I think the Habs are gonna um, try and outwork them. They're gonna play in tough, and it is an upset. So I'm I'm not like we're not locked in here. But yes, I have them as an upset. I have them beating Pittsburgh. I just don't think that that I know I said that the big guns are gonna be there, but I I think that you could see a little steal. I think Carey Price puts on a show in the first round, and uh, or I should say in the playing round, and and in Montreal steals Pittsburgh. I thought you you're, you're you got me rattled. Now this is two in a row here. Yeah, come on, Sidney Crosby, Crosby, sorry, Malkin. You've got everything you need there. Murray and Net, uh, one of the most underrated goalies uh, coming out in his first few seasons, already has hosted a cup. No chance, All no right. chance. You, you talk about you talk about the skill level. You, you mentioned you know, hey, that's the skill level. The lease is is just far superior than Columbus. Well, the skill level of the Pittsburgh Penguins is far superior than the Montreal Canadiens, um, hands down. I give the Canadiens little to no shot. Whether they got Max Domi in the lineup or not, they're just flat out not good enough. I got Pittsburgh moving through. Well, I got an upset special. We'll leave it at that. Carey Price steals the show. So going down to the next two uh, two matchups, not really much to talk about, but I think that the Panthers are going to take down the Islanders. I just think that the Islanders were struggling uh, finishing off there, and Barry Trotz has got to get that team uh, rolling. I don't know what's happening over there. They were solid the year before, and they just fell apart here in the last uh, right before uh, they, the shutdown. So I, I've got Florida taking down that. Hopefully they can get some good uh, goaltending out of uh, Bobrovsky, I believe, is the net for uh, for the Panthers. And then, uh, and then the Rangers, Carolina. I've got Carolina taking down the Rangers, and that takes me to uh, where we are. What do you think about those two matchups? Well, Dutch, I'm glad we finally agree on something here um, in Carolina. I think Carolina is going to beat uh, beat the Rangers. I agree with you there. But uh, back to my coaching point: Barry Trotz, one of the best coaches in the NHL, hands down. Uh, what he's done for for all of these uh, the teams that he's coached: Nashville wins a cup with Washington, walks out the door. And now he's in the Islanders. Had a great year with them. 
uh, last year and, you know, had it rolling again this year and the wheels kind of fell off. But you know what? Um, if there's one guy I'm going to put in charge of regrouping and, and coaching during this COVID period and, and all this transition, it's Barry Trotz. And I think uh, they handily beat the Florida Panthers, a, a talented Panther squad with, with tons of young guns and weapons to put the puck in the back of the net. But uh, that's what I'm getting um, at, right? I mean, you've got you've got some serious talent there, right? You got some serious young uh, Jonathan Hirbido. You got Barkov. Yep. Um, on the back end, you've got Yandel. You've got Eklab. That, I I really think that they're they could make a. They, I think they're going to win that that series. So we're going to disagree there. So that's three different series right there. Well, they don't call us the devil's advocates for nothing, Dutch. Oh, well. You know what? In sports, I wish we would have had a little. Uh, we would have had the microphone going today when we were ripping each other about MLB, which we're going to get into in the blitz. But let's move on to the first round actual playoffs. So the way it's going to look for me is with Tampa, the one seed, they are going to end up facing the Toronto Maple Leafs, and there's just way too much talent there. We we know what's happening with the, with Tampa Bay. I've got them going real deep, so I have Tampa taking down Toronto, and then the second series. You've got Philadelphia, which would be Montreal, and this is where we disagree because in your instance you would have uh, Pittsburgh in there. I got Montreal with an upset special there as well, oh being Philly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you going to have to move to Montreal here, Dutch? <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Uh, Boston, Florida. Boston uh, takes them down easily. It'll be a snooze fest, but Boston will take them down. And then uh, Washington and Carolina. That'll be a fun series. Yeah, it'll be a fun series, but Washington's just got too much speed there. I think Washington Agreed. takes them down, right? Yep, I agree on that one. Yeah, so let's... You so know, now you're into your Eastern Conference semis. So in the next series, I've got Boston against the Capitals. Boston's going to take them down, which will put you into the Eastern Conference Championship, which is going to be a good old-fashioned Tampa Bay versus Boston. Speed wins over the, the grit of the Boston Bruins. With this break off, I think Tampa Bay is just going to be just healthy enough, not not to without the likes of Kucherov. If Hedman can get healthy, you've got Tyler Johnson, Braden Point, and I love their veterans on D. I love McDonough, and I and I like Zach Bogosian as well. I just don't think they're going to be tired. I think they're going to have enough legs to get them through. Not only that, I made a good bet on them at the start of the season, so I'm hoping that that they're going to be there. But I have Tampa to represent the East in the conference finals. Okay, I, I, you know what? I could uh, I could see that. It's almost like that that revenge tour, right? You you see this a lot in sports. That's exactly. Um, it. You know, a team gets knocked out. Tampa went on that huge run. They're almost undefe- unbeatable um, two seasons ago now, and um, then they get knocked out by Columbus in the first round in a in a sweep, I believe. Yes. And yes. you know, just absolutely uh, laid one on the sheets that year. And now you've got a, a break, having a solid season. So I, I can't argue too much about that. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna get uh, sentimental for my Eastern pick. And I think um, he goes on one last run. This could be the swan song. He's got a lot of miles on his tires. But um, a little break here for Sid the Kid. Uh, come back. They've got the weapons. They've got the goaltending. If the back end can come, uh, come along a little bit. And I'm taking uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins to come out of the East. Oh, in, K- in Carey his... Price is going to oh, steal the Carey show. Price. First round, man. He's stealing the show. He, he, Carey Price had a kid and gave up on hockey, man. He hasn't been good for three seasons. Well, maybe this might just turn it around. We'll see. We'll see. Well, good pick. So you've got. So that's who you've got. You've got Pittsburgh. And who who, uh, who do you have them playing? I had them playing Tampa, too. Okay. Um, coming out. So it was Pittsburgh and Tampa. And I had Pittsburgh winning in a, in a tough, long, uh, skilled kind of series. Six or seven games uh, pulling out. 
for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, and that's based on your round-robin matchup. That's the way it happens, and that's why our picks will be a little bit different that way, which is perfect. So why don't you fire up with the East? Uh, I've got some good uh, chatter here on the on the uh, with the West here for sure. You got it. Yeah, you said the East yeah, there, I but did. We'll, I did, yeah. we'll switch over to the West now, um, and we'll go with the same format for our listeners. I'll... Uh, Go seed by seed, one through four, to set up the bracket, and then we can start to work our way uh, through the bracket. I've got St. Louis coming out as the number one seed. They're going to keep things rolling. Uh, they've been one of the hottest teams in hockey uh, over the last calendar year since uh, you know Christmas last year, uh, going through with the the amazing cup run and continuing it this year with a with a solid season. So they'll come in at the number one seed. At the number four seed, I got the Dallas Stars. Um, the Dallas Stars, they're just a uh, just an enigma. It, you know, it seems like they need an owner to spark a fire under their butt to play hockey. Yep. And once uh, once that happens, they're a talented squad. But out of those those four teams uh, left, uh, St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas, I'm going to put Dallas at the four spot. Uh, two weeks ago, I had a little uh, rant about my Colorado Avalanche. And uh, I've got them coming in at the number two seed. And then that lies Vegas on the number three side. Um, right at the bottom of that bracket. So I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a little bit flipped. I have the the stars at four for sure. Uh, I know they're a good defensive squad, but when they come out of it, they they may end up sneaking a series out, which we're going to get into in a sec. But then I have the Blues at three. Believe it or not, I actually have Vegas at number one. If if Pacioretty can get healthy, um, and be ready there, I think Vegas can actually steal the number one. I think they're going to be prepared and ready to go. And I do like Colorado. There's there's a couple key things with Colorado and they, and they could make a, a deep run here in the playoffs which we'll get to so that's that's where I see them yep yep um, and then we go to the top of top of the bracket we got an all Canadian matchup with the Calgary Flames and the Winnipeg Jets uh, Winnipeg Jets are a bit of a mess and then off the year they were they were up and down like a toilet seat Calgary's just gonna play that quick rough rugged style uh, they've got some great uh, great talent there and they're going to be able to put the puck in the back of the net. They're going to uh, take down Winnipeg in, in five, six games yep, there handily. I, I agree with you on that one. I'm going for a little upset special. You pulling are. one out, uh, pulling one right out from the Dutch. They're, they got healthy. We're going on the sentimental uh, runs here. This is my this is my theme here, Dutch. You're dreaming. We got the Chicago Blackhawks taking down the hometown Connor McDavid, Leon Drysdeidel, Drysdeidel, sorry. And the Edmonton Oilers are going to take them down. Uh, and Chicago thinks they're going to make a little cup run. They're going to throw it back to a few years ago. And they're going to take down uh, Edmonton. Setting up a Chicago-Dallas second round matchup in the playoffs. And in the top side, I've got St. Louis and Calgary just to set it up for our listeners. You're crazy. The The Blackhawks don't even, be, they don't even deserve to be in the tournament. They, they shouldn't even be there. Yes, they're going to have a, a good squad, and, and, and I did listen to Patrick Kane, and he's all business. This is a business trip, yada, yada, yada. Well, it's going to be a business trip, and it's going to be four and done, and see you later, pack your bags, go home. There's no chance that they're going to beat them. I, I think I think you're you're I think you're wrong with the Oilers. I think the Oilers are going to go really deep. That's where I have them. I have them going deep, deep, deep. They're going to make a big run, 
I love their, their their talent, and they don't just have one line. They've got a couple other good guys. And the kid that I'm actually interested to watch is Andreas uh, Athanasio. That's the local kid out of Woodbridge. He's got some speed. He's yep, very fast. Came over from Detroit. Yeah, yep. yeah, a little left winger. And, and I think he's uh, he's going to be another uh, little factor as they as they move along. I don't think that the Chicago – I sorry, you're wrong on that one. Come on. Kane's focused. He's got no Buffalo Cabs to get into <laughs> to distract him, so he's all set to go. Yeah. Taves is ready and healthy. Yeah. you got Keith still on the back end. Yeah. You've got all the pieces there for them to just throw this thing back two years ago. i got a, Pittsburgh throwing it back on the other side. We're keeping the same theme, Dutch. Chicago's getting by them in a tight series. We're going to break the hearts of those Edmonton fans right. in seven games, and they're going to take it home. Okay. I got uh, Vancouver. Young, talented squad. Brock Besser and the boys um, going to be able to get by uh, the Minnesota Wild. I just don't see the Wild having enough there to uh, to handle Vancouver. Vancouver will end up playing the Avalanche in that second round series. Yeah, I like Vancouver too. I mean, it's a huge showcase for uh, Jacob Marstrom too. I mean, he's had an, he had an amazing season and he was up for a big, big payday. And unfortunately, too bad with the COVID program because the NHL may come out worse for the wear with the cap and he may lose a bunch of shekels just because of uh, the, the situation because he's a superstar in the making and I agree I think Vancouver is going to uh, going to get through there and then on the bottom of the bracket here uh, we've got the uh, the Coyotes and the Preds uh, squaring off and I've got Nashville getting through there uh, Nashville's going to end up playing uh, Vegas on that side so I got the opposite I, I think Phoenix is going to sneak through there I think I think Phoenix is going to have a small little upset, and then that'll be all she wrote when they get to St. Louis. Uh, the way I have it broken down. So now I'll work my way back up the bracket. So we'll start with um, with Vegas and Nashville. I've got Nashville pulling off the upset, getting by Vegas in that uh, that three six second round matchup or the the official playoff matchup, if you sure. want to call it. Yep. So that'll put uh, Nashville into the semifinals there, and I got them playing the Avalanche. Uh, they'll play Colorado. I think Colorado's just going to be too much for Vancouver uh, to handle the speed, um, the physicality. Just just a deeper team, better team. Uh, we'll we'll go with the Avalanche pulling through there. Okay. That'll leave uh, Colorado and Nashville in the semifinals on the bottom of that west bracket. And on the top side, I'm sticking true to form, Dutch. They're throwing it back. They're going to get by another series. They'll win two series. Going on record, Ginger. The Chicago Blackhawks will upset as a 12-4 matchup, a little bit different in the NHL playoffs, beating the Dallas Stars and uh, getting into that Western semifinal. And then I've got St. Louis just too much for Calgary. Um, They're going to get by leaving St. Louis and Chicago. That's your conference finals. There no, are some... no, that's uh, that's my semis. Okay, yep. And I'll have um, true to that's when uh, Chicago's swan song run will end, and I'll have St. Louis and Colorado playing off in the uh, the Western Conference uh, finals. And at that point, Colorado will make through. I'll stay true to form with my pick two weeks ago. Colorado going deep, and it'll be Pittsburgh, Colorado. In the uh, in the finals for me. Okay, so mine will look different just because of the way it is, and I'll just do it short and quick here. So I have Colorado beating the Blues um, on that semi side, and I also have the Oilers in an all battle of Alberta. The way my bracket shakes down, which would be Oilers beating Calgary, which is going to leave you against Colorado, Edmonton, and as I said earlier a couple weeks ago, I have the Oilers in the Stanley Cup final against the Tampa Bay. Big Tampa Bay Lightning. And I hope they don't break my hearts in the Oilers when I have Tampa Bay to win it all this year. 
Well, Dutch, you know what? Going back a couple rounds there, it, you touched on a point, and, and I don't even care what would happen in either of our Stanley Cup finals. If that bracket plays out and we are in a Western Conference semifinal and we have a battle of Alberta, That's folks, it. dial up your PVR, dial up whatever you can. If you've got a wedding, if you've got anything, you better goddamn cancel it because that is going to be must-watch TV. With everything that happened in hockey, I know it's been a long time for our listeners, but re- rejoice yourself on that because uh, it was a battle early on in oh, the year. Oh, it's not forgotten. Not forgotten. And it will be a battle in the playoffs, and I'm hoping for it. That's my little hope to make it there because that's the series I actually want to watch. It'll be amazing. And I'm really excited to see what with tonight. Um, what's your before I get into that? What's your your who do you got winning the whole thing? Sid the kid, baby. Yeah, Sid so the P- kid. Yeah, you said it. So uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh going on the back. Yep. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh versus Colorado, right? Yep. Pittsburgh, so versus, Pittsburgh Colorado. versus Colorado. Pittsburgh wins it all, and I've got Tampa, Edmonton. Tampa wins it all. We are completely opposite. We uh, let's see who let's see who has half of a clue on what we're talking about here. But I'm pumped. I'm pumped to see what it's going to look like. Um, I think they've had a chance to see what baseball's done. Uh, they started to see a little bit of uh, the exhibition with the NBA going on. I think they're, they're going to shock everybody. They're going to put some crowd noise in. We're going to talk about that in our blitz, but they're going to have some crowd noise. They're going to have some chance of, you know, go Leafs, go, go Rangers. There's going to be some, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to look different. It might be the, the toughest sport to try and figure out because it's so fast in the crowd with hits, and et cetera. But I'm still looking forward to seeing what they're going to produce uh, tonight and then uh, as it actually shakes down in the next couple of days. Yeah, I think, I think they'll be able to do it. Like you look at baseball. Um, you know, they've been pretty quick on the trigger with when guys are hitting home runs and they get that bat, you can hear the crowd noise elevate. It's going to be the same thing when there's a big check, they'll be able to just hit that button and the crowd noise will come in. And so it'll make it, uh, appear as though, uh, it's somewhat normal. It's going to be fun. It'll be exciting to see. I think they've done a great job with both of these bubbles and, um, the setup for the players for everything. And I'm just excited. I love the, the world feed format. I love hockey from, uh, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. all the way through till midnight. It's just going to give us so much to watch as sports fans. So, Folks, unlike our uh, <clears throat> golf picks, don't uh, put any money on our hockey picks, even though we like to think we know what we're doing. Just stick to our golf picks. <laughs> Hockey's a tough one to uh, to it bet, is. even at the best of times. It is a tough go betting any hockey game because it's uh, just so competitive and it's a toss-up night in, night out. And when you're betting seven-game series, it can get real tough. So, yep. Dutch, let's send it off the break. When we get back for our listeners, we're going to get into the Ginger and Dutch Blitz. we got some great topics, five topics, five minutes. We're going to hammer this out. So enjoy the break, listeners. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. we got another upcoming challenge coming up soon, so the weekly challenge will be out. Enjoy, and we'll catch you on the flip side. I cannot believe I got suckered into doing a break for Ginger and Dutch this week. They must be getting pretty desperate to reach out to me. I feel kind of hypocritical doing this. Like They aren't even my favorite Ginger and Dutch. Andy Dalton is my favorite Ginger. I like Orange Drank better than Ginger, too. And, and Alistair Overeem is the best Dutch. Eh. Oh, uh, I think I already started recording. Eh, you better be listening to the Ginger and Dutch podcast, a real-life passion for real-life sports talk. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold Skinny said so. Oh, hell yeah.
Alright folks, welcome back from break. We're going to fire into uh, another Ginger and Dutch Blitz, but before we do so, I uh, just want to let our listeners know to keep their eyes and ears open on all of our social media outlets. We've got a cool special guest coming up again next week, staying true to form after a busy weekend in hockey. You'll have your Hockey Night in Canada back with all of the crew, Ron McLean, Elliot Friedman's beard, <laughs> Kelly Rudy, and all them. Uh, Dutch, uh, I know you're excited you set this one up. Don so. Cherry's not going to be back, right? Uh, no, Don Cherry will not be <laughs> okay, back. Okay, good. To, yeah, so I did. I'm I'm excited. It's a, a a local local. He's not a kid anymore, but a local uh, guy had a very good run, uh, especially overseas. Looking forward to having him on. Yeah, that'll be uh, really really good. Uh, great story. Uh, great behind the scenes stuff and some current stuff. So our listeners are going to uh, going to love that. Should have made it to the show, Dutch. I know we talked off air before this started, and I know that I'm asking the first question of the Blitz. But I know you got to get it off your chest. You've got a Duchess dog. I know you were worried about putting him out there, but it happened recently. It's time, yeah. It's here. You know where you are? You're in the dog pound, baby, with the Dutchman. Duchess dogs! How? Seriously, thanks for reminding me because I was just irate about this the last couple of days. So I'm going to just throw it out there. Sweet P, Lou Williams, NBA, LA Clippers. What are you doing? We've got a bubble. The NHL knows what they're doing. NBA, I don't know. What are you guys doing? Seriously. You let him leave to go to a funeral and he's caught at a gentleman's club eating chicken wings? Dutch, Dutch, these are the best chicken wings in America. I don't care, man. You suck. Buddy, he should be absolutely done. They shouldn't allow him back in the bubble. He should be done. You made a mistake. Boom, you are out. Period. End of sentence. We all love chicken wings, Dutch. I know we do. I know we do. These are the best wings in America. I think they're named after him, but you're an idiot. Sorry, you shouldn't play anymore. You're my dog of the week. Well, can't argue there. Lou Williams... You're on the Dutch's dog list. All right, MLS soccer. Let's hop over into the blitz here. Five topics, five minutes. Dutch, what happened to our TFC? Oh, boy. Well, they just laid a goose egg. I don't even really have much to say. They look pretty good, and we were just talking about them rounding into form. They were, they were healthy. Everybody was getting ready to roll, and then they come out and lay a goose egg. There goes my interest. I, I don't even care who wins now. I, I'm Honestly, I'm done. What, what do you think? Yeah, it's uh, you know hard to keep. There's still a couple good squads in there, squads that we thought might have uh, had a chance at this, LAFC, Seattle, uh, the Sounders. So there are some teams that are, are worth watching in there. But, uh, you know, my interest now is turned to, for, for the MLS and, and TFC, to, uh, you know, how's the regular season going to shape out? And we'll go through that as it goes because I kind of see the FC being in the same situation as uh, the Blue Jays. Uh, the government's not going to allow uh, these teams to come up from the U.S. to play. So and also, have where to are they going to put them, right? Where are they going to put them? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, and time will tell uh, how that plays out. Number two, Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. What do you think? We got two 50-plus-year-old guys. Is there going to be any blood cuts? Is it going to be just a, a show, or do you actually think Tyson's going to want to go snap show? Well, I hope Tyson, at 54 years old, isn't ready to eat anybody's children. But uh, this is uh, just going to be an absolute show. Uh, 
they're both over 50 uh, years old. Tyson at 54, Jones Jew at uh, Jones Jr. at 51. Uh, they've already said there'll be once there's blood or cuts. I think they're gonna stop the fight, eight rounds. But Dutch. I'm working on a surprise for you, so I'm just gonna leave that in the bag. I'm working. You gonna try to get me in the ring? I'm, I'm working. I'm working the angles for you. For you, I want Dutch to get in the round. I'm, I want him to put his money where his mouth is, just like on our episode "Where Your Money Where Your Mouth Is" a few weeks back. Um, I'm working on getting Dutch in the ring, doing a little yeah. sparring. It may not be with Mike Tyson, but I got a couple guys in boxing. So Dutch, you just stay just tuned. As long as it's not Teddy. Hey, it might be six foot four laying on the canvas after he gets knocked out. All right, return to baseball. We're uh, just uh, about a week into this whole uh, whole debacle. Everything that's happened, Dutch, lay it out for us. Well, the Blue Jays finally found home. What do you think about the virtual crowds? I know it's been sloppy, but I'm actually enjoying it. I've watched a couple of the Jays games. I'm kind of enjoying it. I don't care about the crowds. I think the cutouts are stupid. Although one guy, one of the one of the cutouts, got their head knocked off on <laughs> with a line drive. I don't mind the, the crowd noise. Uh, I think it's being announced well. I think the games are a little bit quicker. Um, I know you're not a big fan of, you said it's really, really sloppy, tons of errors. But you know what? To me, it's just exciting. It, it's There's lots of runs. It's I'm enjoying it. I, I think it's great, except for the fact that the, the whole debacle going on with, with the Marlins. I think it should be just like a good book that I read and it's called The Last Walk and this book was all about it was who lasted the longest so if you stopped walking you died in this instance the Marlins they all got COVID you're done your team's done you're out you don't get to play anymore who cares let them go let them just keep dropping it's the struggle survive whoever stays in the bubble and keeps themselves safe that's that. That's who ultimately should win because MLB, you screwed this all up, period. So that's why I'm having a joke about it. You screwed it all up. There's no way this is going to work in the bubble. I'm so scared about watching what's going to happen with the NFL. I know they're going to have a couple more months to prepare here, but really, not really. We're looking at, what, six weeks? Yep. Right? MLB, you screwed it up, and I don't, know what's, I don't even know if we're going to see them in about two weeks if they're even going to finish this season. Yeah, and it's it's not even a bubble. They've tried their best to to do you know bubbleize each team, but uh, if that's even a word, bubbleize. Yep. But yep. Um, it may be now in this COVID time. But yeah, I, I actually love the virtual crowds. I think it's absolutely great what they've done. Yep. Um, they're doing great with the sound. You know what? Sloppy play. It's folks. It's going to be a part of sports for uh, 2020, 2021. You can't practice. You can't do what you used to be able to do. Uh, we're just going to have to deal with it. I was checking the uh, the box scores, and you know, 14 out of 16 games had an error. Almost half of the games had two or more errors in it. So it's just what we're going to be living with. Well, it is what it is, right? As long as they're not getting uh, injured, and they're not. Uh, hopefully, they don't. Uh, you know, God forbid, any more of these teams get uh, you know overwhelmed with COVID, like the Marlins did. Um, it is what it is. It's it's sports. We're watching it. Um, I'm sure as heck not betting too much on it. I'm just having some fun with it. Number four, NFL. Big trades, big deals, big cuts, and now, <laughs> big news. What is going on with the New England Patriots? Yeah, it's a exciting time for the NFL. Obviously, uh, for those that know me, I'm uh, a diehard NFLer, so I just dove right into it, um, especially me being a stats guy with, with the cap and all this stuff, and it's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, nothing's going to happen with the cap this year. It's going to stay just shortly below $200 million, but uh, it's... 2021 
Um, it's already said that it's going to be dropped down to a buck seventy-five, uh, depending on how the revenues flow. It's going to be divided out over a four-year period of time. So that means that this cap that continues for some reason over the last ten years to go up and up and up, and that shield just keeps getting worth more and more money. Um, you know, COVID might have been the dent in the armor um, to bring that cap down. And to me, that makes it very interesting on what happens with contracts, signings, who you've got on your team, uh, veteran guys. I think you're going to see some trades like we saw with the Jets, um, trading uh, Demal Adams over to the, uh, the Seahawks. Yep. And I think you're going to see a lot of guys that uh, don't get signed right now. Um, to a long-term deal or don't get signed period and have to take a little bit of a pay cut moving forward from what they were going to get. So that'll be the interesting part. And I think there's going to be some huge, huge cuts teams that are uh, up against the cap, looking at their situation with a couple big name stars. Like you look at a new England Patriots, they've only got 6 million and they've got some big name guys on that team. Um, so with all those guys, which which is what I wanted to touch base on, with the six starters, is that not correct? Six starters on D just opted out to not play. Now, does that affect the cap? How does that work? Yeah, well, yeah, they've lost six guys total, another two starters, and six starters, period, from just guys yeah. transactional-wise being traded, leaving free agency, um, everything. So, yeah, there's an, there's an opt-out there, so they're going to be able to defer that to next year, but it's still deferred to next year, and then next year goes down. Sure. So there's still going to be an effect... Um, on next year's cap, on this year's. It may give them a little more wiggle room this year, but uh, you pay the side effects next year on those guys opting out. And, yeah, it's going to be survival of the fittest in the NFL. It seems now over the last seven, eight, nine hours of, of today that we're uh, losing a guy, you know, hour by hour, team by team. You I'm know? worried that they're not even going to play. I, I am starting to worry that they're not even going to play. They, they've got more players on their rosters and their team and coaches across the board than any other sport. Watching what's happening with Major League Baseball right now, how is that not going to happen in the NFL without a bubble? Yeah, it's hard to hard to foresee them not being able to um, handle the bubble outbreaks. But what I think you're going to see from the NFL is... Um, they've already expanded the roster size. They're already allowed to carry more, and I think you may see even more expansion. Um, and it may go back to the old school days where teams may have to play with, a instead of the 55-man roster that they elevated it to going into this season pre-COVID, um, you may see teams playing with 42 guys. Yeah. And you may see guys, they're already, look at the Broncos. The Broncos are already trying out, uh, Von Miller's already said that he's willing to play tight end. Yep. Right? So you may see guys doing double duty. It could almost be, like your be cool. local. Yeah, it'll be like your local football game, flag football game, or, or pickup football game you have where it's like, you know, I got to go both sides and give me a breather here and there, but I'm ready to go. And I think you may have to see that if a team gets hit hard with COVID. They've expanded the practice roster. So they're, they, they are doing some precautionary things, but... Um, is it going to be enough? I don't know. I can't guarantee it. Only time will tell what happens. But um, you being scared about that, Dutch, is fully justified on that side. Yeah. Okay, Dutch, last topic. Here we go. PGA Tour doing a great job with the COVID. The 3M Open and the WGC this week. Bing. Weren't we not locked in or what? Had it picked perfectly other than the winner. Other than the winner. We had two top threes. We had a T-16. Howell was awesome. Tony Finau was great. English was a T-16, I believe. 
uh, it was great. It was great. Again, the scores were a little higher than I, I thought it was going to be. I'm looking forward to the WGC. Um, you're not a big fan. You're a little bit weird. You think the course is a bit weird. But I like TPC Southwind. I've played it many a times. Yeah, I, I haven't had the opportunity to play it. but I, I Well, just... I've only played it on the Sega Genesis. But, <laughs> but I've played it many a times. I actually like the golf course. It's a par 70. Um, they got the cool island green, a little similar to TPC Sawgrass. It's a, it's it's going to be a good test. Yeah, they'll have the golf course ready to go. This is a World Get Golf Championship event, so um, it's always in good shape. And they'll have those greens rolling uh, lightning quick. Dutch, who do you got as your uh, your picks this week? You know, I'm gonna I got one big gun, and then I'm gonna go kind of off the beaten uh, path here a little bit. I know we've had some good picks. It's hard to pick winners, but for uh, for our listeners, I I know we had a couple uh, people uh, reach out and say that they want a couple bucks because you know unlike. Uh, picking just straight winners with all these uh, gambling sites. You can actually go one, you know, you can pick the top five and you can you can earn some money that way, which is great. So um, I've got Justin Thomas. Uh, he loves the WGC events. He's he's had a win and he's had a bunch of top tens in these events. He always shows up at these big events. That's my number one pick. My number two pick is Patrick Reed. He, Reed, he's 35 to one. I love this pick. He's Nobody likes him. He's always under the radar. I think he's going to shine there. Great po- top 10 pick for our listeners. If you're uh, willing to listen and put a few shekels down, yep. that's a that's a good pick. And my sleeper pick, who he's not going to get any recognition at all, is Daniel Berger. He's, he's had a great return to uh, when he came back since uh, since the, the restart. He won his first two tournaments at this golf course in 2016-2017. He won back-to-back years. He, obviously, it suits him. He's a steel pick. He may be top five. He may sneak one out of here. What about you? Dutchie, I'll, I'll go in that, that same order. I'll go with uh, you know my number one pick, then my solid pick, and then my sleeper. So um, my number one pick, showing good form, uh, obviously all relies on the back. Uh, that's Jason Day. If he can stay healthy, he's playing good golf, showed well up at uh, Memorial. He's showing some good form here. Hopefully that back can stay uh, solid this that's, week. That's and, the key. That's the key. And uh, he can uh, hopefully get back into the winner's circle for our listeners or get us a top did 10. You, did you see him, though, trying to even reach out to get at the ball at the memorial? That's what scares me is that he doesn't even bend down properly. He has to go down backwards to reach in for the ball. Something's not right there. He's playing through the pain. I hope you're right. It's a risky pick, but but he is, he is a solid. Solid when he's on. My... Uh, Go-to pick this week. He's showing great form in uh, in the last two weeks. Uh, came up the leaderboard late on Sunday. That's Max Homa. Had a great final round. I think he's going to show well here. Um, I think it's coming out party for Max Homa. I think he's uh, okay. starting to get comfortable. He's a little bit of a head case. Yeah, he was talking to his putter on uh, Sunday. But <laughs> yeah. uh, we're all golfers out there. So who who doesn't talk to their putter at some point in a round, right. right? So right. And then my sleeper pick is, uh, you know, I love my Englishman. Um Matthew nice. Fitzpatrick nice. is my sleeper pick, uh, playing well, and uh, I think he's gonna. I think the golf course sets up well for him. High ball hitter, um, he can bring that ball in uh, high and soft on the greens, um, with some firm and fast greens, and I think he's uh, he's gonna show well. Awesome. Well, you know what? Good luck to our listeners. Uh, we're pretty excited about the picks. I think it's gonna be uh, another good uh, another good tournament. Let's hope we can pick a winner. Awesome. So Dutch, as we always do here on the Ginger and Dutch podcast. End us off with some closing thoughts for our listeners. Another good chat, Ginger. NHL topics. I don't know if we know what we're talking about. We'll have some fun with it anyways. And I'm really looking forward to next week's special guests as well. Uh, great chatting. 
another good episode. All right, so signing off for the Ginger and Dutch podcast. Make sure you're tuning in each week. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Huge special guest next week we got coming on hockey-wise, so make sure you're joining us again next week. And signing off for the Ginger and Dutch podcast. Stay tuned next week for a little sneak preview of our special guest. I'm Ginger. And I'm Dutch.